My name is Reen Mayhem, the voice of the Tiger Band Football League, and you are listening to Let the Band Play Football. On this week's episode, we'll be previewing the Week 1 matchups, all three of them, including the Thursday midweek matchup. But to do so, I am joined this evening by two members of the reigning Tiger Band Football League championship team, the Drumline team. First, we are joined yet again by Braden. Braden, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, Reem. Thank you very much for having me. Great to have you back, that's for sure. We're also joined by a new face on the podcast. Will, welcome to the program. Hey, Reem. How you doing? Doing great. Really great to have you on board this week. So we got a pretty straightforward podcast here this week. We'll see if we can get the first edition of the Coaches Poll Rankings by the end of tonight's show. If so, we will have some breaking news for you. Uh, But if not, those rankings should be out Friday at the latest. Just so listeners know, we record this on Thursday nights. If you or anyone on your team want to come on the show, be sure to get in contact with me. We record Thursday nights. More than happy to have folks on. But this week... We're looking at the week one matchups. We will go in chronological order, but just to give our listeners a little bit of a preview of the next week. On Sunday afternoon at one o'clock, we have the Trumpets versus the Mellowins. At three o'clock, we have Drumline versus Tal Beta Puff. And I'm sure my panelists this evening will have more than enough to say about that matchup. And then on Thursday at 4.30, we have the Tubas against Tal Beta Puff. Folks, I've got some thoughts on that one, and I'm sure we'll have a great conversation about whether or not Tal Beta Puff will have recovered enough by that Thursday matchup to put up a fight against the Tuba team. Let's start with Trumpets at Mellowinds. Gentlemen, I want to get your views on this issue first. The Mellowinds had trouble with getting enough players to be on the field. Last week on this program, we were told that those issues would not be an issue during week one. Will, do you think the Mellowinds will finally have that depth that they're going to need playing a deep trumpet team? I think so. Um, from what I've seen, uh, there seems to be quite a bit of them that are interested in playing. But you know how it is. It's it's hard to get uh, the a whole section to come out to a game that they know is not going to count towards their record. Uh, yeah. But I think, uh, you know, I could speak from experience from the drum line. We don't – we had a practice today and not everybody came out, but people got stuff to do and we respect that. Uh, but I, I think they will show out on Sunday. Will predicting a deeper Mellowin team than we've seen in the past. Brayden, what are you expecting from this Mellowin team, particularly in terms of roster size, as we go into Sunday? Um, so, as Will mentioned, we did have a practice this afternoon, and the Woodwinds were also practicing, I believe. Um, and I did see a good bit of them. They are a much bigger team than what was seen at the preseason game. Um at that game, it looked rough, and I was worried for their season. Um, but I, I think their roster will definitely be increased for this game. Their depth will be increased. I think we'll see some new starters out there, and I think that they will be able to really keep the pressure on the 50-man trumpet team that we all know. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that trumpet team. You know, they struggled to get started early in week zero, only scoring seven total points, all coming in the second half. Do we think that scoring on offense is going to be an issue for them again this week? Uh, Braden, I'll start with you. Um, I definitely don't think it will be as big of an issue. Um, Will they put up 70 points or even a 50-burger? No. Will they be held to one touchdown and scoreless in the first half? 
I don't think so. Um, that first game was really getting used to the larger fields, the different first downs, kind of yeah. getting the hang of everything. And I feel that um, maybe the Tau Beta Puff team defense is a little stronger than the Mellow Wind. Um, but we'll have to wait till Sunday to see if that is the case. I know y'all put up a, a good bit of points against them in that scrimmage, so we'll see if the Trumpets can hold their own as well. Yeah, well, I know I will certainly be watching to see, you know, is this an issue with the Trumpet offense or was this just an especially strong TBP defensive effort that we saw during that Week 0 game? Or maybe it's neither, and maybe we just don't actually know what we have yet because it was Week 0. Let's talk a little bit about the matchup itself, right? You have a really large storied team in the Trumpets coming in to face a Mellowin team that is, you know, one of the newer combinations in this league. Will, what are you kind of looking at when you evaluate this game as a whole? Um, well, first off, the first thing that pops in my head is all of the star players that the Trumpets lost over the past season. Um, so I'm thinking that that's going to be a really big deal for them. Um, especially offensively, uh, they lost their star QB and center, which was the best connection that they had. Um, I'm a little worried for the trumpets, but I think, uh, overall they will play better than, uh, the mellow ones. And, um, I don't know, but we'll see. That I, the crazier things have happened in the Tiger Man Football League, so who knows? Trumpets may go zero and one week one. It, it would it wouldn't surprise me this year. Mm, tr- tr- Trumpets being put on upset watch here, uh, six minutes into the show. Braden, I want to get your thoughts. What are you looking for in this matchup this week? I, I know this is kind of the early game. A lot of people will be interested in what we expect to be a more physical game in that drumline Tau Beta Puff game. What are you looking at this one o'clock game? Yes. So um, with this game, I'm really looking to see, A, what Will already mentioned with how the trumpets can fill the holes that were made whenever the older members of the team left, how their quarterback can step up to the plate, if they can be new playmakers for their team, and how their defense steps up. Um, While the Woodwinds may have let up a lot of points against y'all, their offense – Towards the end of the game, started moving, started rolling, and that was before they had their whole team, before they had their stars, their playmakers on the field that we've yet to see. We, we don't know if they're going to bounce back stronger this year compared to last year. There's a lot of variables. So the first thing I'm looking for is how those holes can be filled, and the second thing I'm looking for is how the Woodwinds can make a statement. This is, like you mentioned, a newer team combination mm-hmm. with the Woodwinds and the Mellophones combining together. Uh, two okay teams last year. Uh, coming together, let's we can see if they mesh. We can see if the stars step out and shine like they're supposed to, or if the number of trumpets is just too much and the pressure builds and everything collapses. So, filling of holes and how the team meshes this Sunday afternoon. All right, Will. If you had to pick a team to win this game, I, I know you put the trumpets on upset alert earlier. Does that mean you're picking the Mel wins to win? I don't think so, Reem. I, I really think uh, I think the Trumpets, they, they have the depth. They have the skilled players. I'm not discounting any of the players left over. 
I know there was there was a lot of really talented guys that are still there. Uh, so I think I think it's going to be. I think trumpets are going to win, but it's going to be more competitive than most of us would like to admit. Mm, a, a competitive game in the one o'clock slot. Well, here's hoping it is competitive, so we get a crowd and we can keep it for that drumline Talbay to Puff game that's at three o'clock. Will, I'm not going to ask you to pick this game because I know who you're going to pick if I ask you to do that. I do want to have a little bit of a discussion about a really simple question, which is in that trumpet Tau Beta Puff game in week zero, we saw a lot of physicality from that Tau Beta Puff front line, both on offense and defense. How's the drum line preparing for that? Um, well, to be honest with you, man, we got, we got Tim Marquez and we got Hunter Borg on our O-line mostly. Uh, and those are just two guys that are just really immovable. I, I can't, I can't put it any other way. They, they're, they're, they're strong. Tim is faster than you can, than, than you would expect. He, he's quick on his feet. His feet move quick and he's going to, he's going to protect Ethan in the pocket. Uh, on the D line, we got some, we got some really, really sneaky dudes, uh, playing, uh, playing D line and they're, they're going to be quick through the, through any O line. I, I think they could, they could, uh, maybe walk on LSU. And I'm not going to lie. We got PJ. He's a, he's a, he's a true freshman and he's crazy. You, you, you'll see, you'll see. Nobody's ready for that. Um, so but, veteran going on all-star watch with Tim here and a freshman that we should all be looking out for. That'll, that'll certainly be a compelling story if it pans absolutely. out. Brayden, I want to hop over to you real quick. Uh, like I was saying, again, Tau Beta Puff, a super physical team up front, but offensive production that just got halted by a bunch of penalties at the end of their Week Zero game. Uh, are y'all expecting a little bit more offense from this team? What are y'all expecting when y'all size up Tau Beta Puff this week? Um, That's a very interesting question because I feel like the outcome of that is more based upon how our defense plays. We don't really know how it will stack up against an offense that has been working together. Uh, as mentioned, um, at our scrimmage, we made up teams within the drum line. So it wasn't really a, a unit that's been working together over the last few weeks coming up to the season. Um, but I think we have a really good group of guys, some corners that are physical, big, strong guys, D linemen that, as Will said, are going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, we have a veteran linebacker in Caleb Vidros, big, tall safeties. It's going to be hard to move the ball against us, uh, in my opinion. So I'm not expecting much more out of them. Now, I'm not expecting a shutout either. Um, however, with full-length game, people are going to get tired. I wouldn't be surprised if they score, but not expecting, I'm not a expecting ton of a ton offensive, offensive production, production on Tal Beta Puff. Well, there's there's your bulletin board material right there if you're in one of those two sections that make up that team. That's for sure. All right, gentlemen, I, I know both of you would say that the drumline would win this game, but let me ask this question. If there's one area you'd like to see the drumline team perform strongly in that maybe they didn't perform so strongly in during y'all's scrimmage in week zero, what is that area? Will, I'll start with you. 
I think it's going to have to be our one-on-one defensive back versus wide receiver. Um, okay. And because of that, uh, that is the thing that we focus most on today at, uh, at practice. Um, I think uh, Drumline tends to get a little excited about catching picks. We like to do that. Um, so we, we turn around quick sometimes. Uh, but I think what we're looking for in the future is to have a much more patient defense. Uh, so I, I'd say that's definitely the, the first thing, a more patient defense. So, so so really watching how those battles out in space go when you're on defense and, and seeing some strong play from the uh, defense in those instances. Absolutely. Braden, what are you – yeah, Braden, what are you looking for from this drumline team to really – if you see this thing, you think we're going back for another ship in your head. What's that thing for you? So, for me, that answer is very easy. Um, our team has been struggling pulling flags. Our flag pulling last season was a bit rough. and the preseason game, it was a bit rough. In practice, it's rough. If we can really lock down pulling flags, getting getting those downs early, not letting them get past us and getting an extra five or ten yards, uh, it'll be really hard to stop us. We lost our biggest flag puller last season in Christian Dulat, so we'll see if maybe someone steps up and takes his place or what I'm hoping the whole unit steps up and we really lock down flag pulling. It's hard. It's difficult. Uh, I know I'm not the greatest at it. Luckily, I play offense, so I don't right, really have so, to worry so, about so it. So tackles in we'll space, so to speak, with. given given it's flag football. I mean, you know, I will say there's there, there certainly a much more, uh, let's not say professional, but organized team at LSU that may also have trouble every now and then with tackles out in space, as we saw in Auburn last week. All right, let's turn to that 430 game on Thursday. First and foremost, that's a quick turnaround for Tal Beta Puff. Braden, if you were coaching Tal Beta Puff, what would you be doing to help make sure that they're ready physically to turn around and play a game on Thursday after playing on Sunday? Um, I feel like the biggest thing is really managing his team this Sunday, uh, making sure you get rotations in. I'm not saying that you need to – back off this Sunday or maybe take it off this Sunday so you can play better Thursday. But understanding that guys get tired uh, and it takes a while to recover. So starting Sunday, making sure we're subbing in, making sure we recover correctly. Uh, if guys are sore, making sure you take care of that, stretching, all that good stuff. And then uh, really giving them a day or two off in the week. It, I know – there's going to be a lot of information that comes in on to their coaching staff after the game on Sunday, win or lose. Um, there will be a lot to work on, but you can't overwork guys. you got to give them a time off for their bodies to heal uh, and then really get hard to work come Tuesday, Wednesday uh, on looking at those things they learned over the course of the game Sunday and applying it to so a lot of rest recovery, but also making sure you're smart about those substitutions in game on Sunday. Will, what would you be doing if you were say a player on that Talbot to puff team to make sure that you were in the best condition you could be for that Thursday matchup? Um, well, first of all, 
I don't know. If I could put myself in the, the shoes of uh, the shoes of that team, I would I would honestly say that I wouldn't even be thinking about Thursday yet because you got to get through Sunday. Uh, you got to show out on Sunday. Um, I'd like to think that they're playing a pretty hard team on Sunday. Uh, so I would say show out, play hard, don't play stupid, but play hard. Uh, and then uh, for the rest of the week, you know, drink a lot of water, stretch, um, you know, save your energy. Just uh, don't don't do so much outside of, you know, Tiger Band and football. So be careful. Well, you know, I would like to say I, I like to think they'll be facing a pretty tough team on Thursday. Oh, week. they absolutely will. Believe that. Uh, but uh, but you can't you can't choose one. You got to show right. up to both. So right. All right. Let's get into that matchup a little bit. I'll say this. I think we should expect a very physical game Sunday. I also think we should expect a very physical game on Thursday between both of those defensive and offensive fronts on both sides of the ball for both teams. Goodness knows that Tuba defensive and offensive line has been already causing some trouble for the mellow wins in week zero. Braden, when you look at that matchup down front, what are you looking to see from the line play? Um, it's a very good question. So I have a lot of questions about the TBP or yeah, the TBPD line. Um, if they can step up and we'll learn a lot about that Sunday and how the tuba O-line can really last throughout the whole game. Um, not give up sloppy plays towards the end of the games, not allow a comeback to happen or, to allow his team to fight back. Um, Gage at the quarterback position for the Tubas, as we know, is very good with his legs. He's a very good scrambler. Um, But I don't feel like that's his identity. I don't feel like that's what he goes to first. He wants to sit in the pocket and make those throws. So we'll see if the Tuba O-line allows for that to happen, and if not, if he can make those plays. So really learning – if the TBP well, I also know that you know one of the points of emphasis this week for lines. officiating crews is making sure that you know line play doesn't get too too aggressive down there because what's the first rule of the Tiger Band Football League? Don't let TBFL affect Tiger Band. So I know making sure that line play doesn't get too aggressive will definitely be a point of emphasis. Given that, will do you think that's going to hurt Tau Beta Pup's ability to make plays on the line like they did against the Trumpets? Uh, not if they play clean and they play nice. Um, you know, I, I've been, I, I'm, I'm starting strong safety, uh, at this, uh, this game on Sunday, I've been playing, I've been getting some DB and, uh, and wide receiver reps, but I know what it's like in the trenches. Uh, it can get a little, uh, a little sloppy, a little angry sometimes. Um, but you know, as long as you go hard during the play, and then you take a step back, you help your brother up. You know, we're all in Tiger Band, so um, we're all a family. Uh, we're all just having fun. There is a way to play hard and still, you know, still be respectful. So I think that that's just – that's the main thing. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's dive in a little bit on this tuba offense. It was the only offense in those week zero inter-squad scrimmages – 
to not throw past their center. Uh, they ran some pretty interesting concepts with the tight ends, with their running backs, a couple option plays. No plays to the center. Will, do you think the Tubas are holding something back for this season that they just haven't shown yet? Uh, it's possible. You know, it, in flag football, uh, it's always fun to to make your make your opposition think that you're running – you're going to be passing to the to the people that you would expect, and then at the last second you switch it up and throw it to a center. Uh, that's always a possibility. Uh, we'll definitely in our game we'll be paying attention to who's snapping the ball. Uh, but um, I think all in all, uh, like Braden said earlier, like Gage knows what he's doing, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna put the ball where it needs to be, or he's gonna take it for himself, or he's gonna call that center pass ahead of time you know he's a good he's got a good football mind and i think uh he's going to be a serious threat to anybody that they play yeah i mean gage certainly knows what he's doing and certainly so does his coaching staff Braden, if you're watching this tuba talbeta puff game what are you looking to see from the tubas to know whether or not they're going to be a contender this year I'm looking to see how they perform at all levels of the game. Uh, if they have penalties that are pulling them down, how their passing game is, if they're incorporating the rush game, uh, looking at how their run defense is, how their coverages are, uh, if they have any holes on their team. I feel like to be a really good team in this league, you have to be the complete package. You can't have one really strong area and be lacking in other areas. You have to have the whole unit being on the same level. Uh, I feel like the Tubas can very much um, have that type of team this year. Uh, they've improved where they've been not so great in previous years, and where they have been good, they're still good. So uh, we'll really see on Thursday if they still are that kind of team. and if they. All right, sports fans, that's your preview the of the, the week of the ahead. I am afraid to report we still do not yet have the first edition of the coaches poll rankings out yet. We'll make sure we get that out to you as soon as we have them. And hopefully we'll have a second edition before we record next week on Thursday. Gentlemen, before I let you go, I do want to ask one question. I know you'd say that you have drumline in first place to win it all. Who do you have in second place? Brayden, I'll start with you. I feel like the race for second, or really the race for first, but in my biased opinion, the race for second is a very close race this year. Uh, I feel like last year, the first and second places were pretty obvious for the most part the whole season. And in previous years before that, before my time in the Tiger Bands Life Football League, uh, it was also that case. Uh, this year, however, I feel like it is a lot closer of a race. The Tuba team, as I've been saying all podcasts, has a very good team this year. Uh, the Trumpets have a history of being a very good team. However, with the holes in the team, we'll have to see how they perform and see how it stacks up for them the remainder of the season. And then there's two really big wild cards in the TBP team and the Mellow Wins team. But if I had to pick one for a second place, it would probably at this time be the Tubas. I feel like they have the most complete team in the league outside of the drum line. Uh, I feel like they can put up numbers and they can stop your offense from putting up numbers. So uh, we'll see if some of the other teams in the league can prove me wrong. I hope that the competition is strong enough to where they do or 
if the Tuba team is good enough to make my words. Braden history. looking to get invited but, uh, back on the podcast, really it seems. Will, who do you have filling that second place spot on your kind of mental list? So that that is a tough question. Like like Braden said, uh, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like we've got it 100. percent We've got that number one spot. I think it. I think there is uh, in some ways a fight for number one. Uh, but um, if I had to bet on it, I would bet on us. So if we're if we're talking about number two. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Braden. I'm going to say it's the tubas, uh, the trumpets, uh, unfortunately don't look as good as they've been since I've been here. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Tal Beta Puff. I think anything could happen with them, but, uh, yeah. the team I'm honestly most interested in watching this year is the Mellowins because the two sections that combine to create that team, you got the Mellophones who, showed out to every game last year with exactly seven players, fielded seven men on offense and defense, kept up with the teams that they played, and played hard. That's yep. one half of that team. Yep. Second half of that team is, honestly, for me, the most memorable game, the hardest game that I played. Not necessarily in – the hardest game that I played personally was the Woodwinds last year. Uh, they play hard. And they play tough, so I, you know, the, those two sections combining is going to be really interesting. Uh, I think we might get the most competitive uh, TB TBFL league uh, this year. Um, it's going to be it's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun. But to answer your question, I do think it's uh, tubas with trumpets uh, sitting behind just a little bit though. Yeah, certainly feels like it is It is really anyone's year this year, given all the uncertainties we still have at this point. Hopefully we'll know a little bit more after this week's games are played. Gentlemen, thank you yet again for joining us this week. We'll be sure to have you all back on. And again, if you or anyone in your section would like to come on the show, please reach out. I'm not hard to find, and we'd love to get some folks on here that aren't just drumline and tubas. So let me know. For those of you who will be out at the games on Sunday and Thursday, we look forward to seeing you there. Hope everyone has a great weekend of football, both LSU and Tiger Band. And we'll talk to you next week. 